You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to the SCG Podcast, where we speak to business owners entrepreneurs, and people in fitness and wellness. Today, we have Alex Flores, a bank manager and owner of Key West Vibes, a completely online apparel company. On this episode, we'll discuss relationships, mindset, and how COVID has pushed us into entrepreneurship. So hopefully, today, we all learn something. house and you know getting this all set up this is awesome yeah man I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here and i'm glad we uh get another chance to catch up yeah man yeah we uh this is another friendship that i'm uh rekindling if that if that's the term um i mean you've been friends for years years the points he had a plaza days so yeah. you know and it was good catching up the other day just talking and Uh, seeing where each other's minds are at and that was awesome because I, I love meeting minds and just getting on that level so um can you introduce yourself and tell the people what you do absolutely so my name is Alex Flores I uh you know I was raised in QS and you don't want to say that most of my professional life I spend it in the banking and finance world and you know I've, I've, I've juggled a couple other things so it's been fun Right. Been a fun run. Yeah, man. Well, this this part of your journey took you to Atlanta, took you to a couple places. So, um, yeah. What did. what really made you want to start getting into banking? What was it that started that? Uh, to be honest, man, it was just the money. It it, it wasn't necessarily money excites me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you know, it'll be hard to find somebody that doesn't right. 
you know, it wasn't the money I was getting paid. That's for sure. So when you start as a teller, I don't know if you've ever had experience with anybody that's worked there or not, but it's not the, the best paying job, especially in Key West when you can be a server and make, right. you know, yeah, $150, yeah. $250 in a, a day or a night. Right. But uh, more so than anything, man, it was just being around it. Uh, you know, I grew up what I can consider myself almost an only child. You know, I do have a little sister that you just met. I right. have a little brother. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, my upbringing, you know, led me to that and it led me to just simply always wanted to, to learn and, and be in a position of, uh, of you know, I don't necessarily want to say influence or power, but just, you know, something that, that was relevant that mattered in the real world. Um, funny enough, when I first opened my, uh, my account, and I must have been 14, 15 years old, my dad took me to Wachovia mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. And the banker that helped me out, you know, he's a local guy too. So the guy that helped me out, he, uh, he was just, a butler. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I worked with him though. Okay. Yeah. Hell of a guy, man. Um, no, but the guy that helped me out, man, he, he was, uh, he was a character and he, he had, you know, something about him and just, just made me want to listen to him and, and, and hear what he had to say and just attracted me to his, his aura. Right. You know, and I've always, uh, I've held that experience very close. You know, he, he sat down and said, hey, you know, uh, you can do this in life. You got a you got a scholarship. You can do that. You can get into banking and, you know, want to become a branch manager. And uh, I just held on to that, man. And I went on and, and worked, you know, several odd jobs in between. But when the position became available, I started at that bank. Right. So... Funny enough, I started a week before I converted to Wells Fargo. You know, I missed working with him with, I don't know, it was seven, eight months before he had left. Right. But. But you got to absorb that that information from him and learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely, man, he was a, like I said, he was a character and he just had something about his personality that was charismatic and, you know, I appreciated something about him and. In general, the way that he was moving, the way he talked, the way he, you know, inspired confidence and um, ambition in me was was admirable, and I, I appreciate that. Right. You know, so that's one of the things that honestly, as I just sit back and go throughout my daily interactions with people, man, I try to do that. I try to get back and, and inspire, whether it's a customer or family or friends or anybody I might just run into the streets right um, to do the same so that's 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 what my uh, adventure has led me to no that's awesome man um so what exactly do you do with the bank so no at the moment man I'm a branch manager okay you know I've been here I've been back in QS and with this job for Almost two years now. So. Okay, working at that exact branch. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. And you're work, you're working multiple banks though, right? You know, when I first started, he, yeah, I had to. You know, the guy that was down here was uh, overseeing multiple branches. So when I took over, and, you know, we just kind of had to make it happen. Okay. <laughs> you know, be in two places at one time, but it essentially worked out, man. And you know, that was the biggest thing too. You know, to some people, it might be better to be able to say oh you know i went back and forth between two banks but i i'd rather be in one place right. and build uh 
more meaningful connections with the people there. Right. As opposed to being half the week here, half the week somewhere else. Right. You know? Yeah, no. I, I'm i uh, kind of in a position now with my job where I'm between two different offices. Right. So it's weird for me because I have a desk at one and then the other one I'm floating in and out of, you know, helping out and, you know, training people. And it's it's hard because you have a relationship with these people here. You don't get to see them, you know, and then you're building a relationship here. So it's kind of like that tug, you know. Mm. So, you you know, everyone's used to seeing me at one place and then they come there and they're like, oh, when are you coming back? I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. But you know what? You know, regardless of what you do, right, whether the DMV, the, the tax office, the bank, McDonald's, whatever it might be, you know, those are the things, man, that just make it meaningful, right. you know, doing what you do aside from obviously on paycheck, mm-hmm. okay, and, you know, that's nice too. No, but building those relationships. Just being able to know that you're going to go to work and see people you're familiar with and people you can actually have a conversation with and that to some regards, you might consider them to be friends, right. you know, to be associates and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, no, you become family too. Yeah. Yeah, and especially it, the people you work with. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, you kind of separate the two, you know, you know that they're work family and then you have family, right. family. Right. But, you know, you, you have different levels, but they're definitely family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been there. <laughs> I've been called a, what is it called? Work, work husband. husband. Yeah. yeah. Once or twice in my life. Yeah. That was. I got a couple work wives. Yeah. I'm trying to get rid of them. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because all of them at one point have come into the office. You know, we'll we'll go back and forth and just talk and be like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm happy you're here, man. I uh, I know you take a lot from her, so right. when I get her, yeah, she's a little bit more calm, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, uh, nah, it's all fun games. Nah, it's it's fun. It's absolutely fun. Um, you know, and a lot of the times too, though, it's it's on the other side of things where. It's not necessarily the affection that people take too far, but it's the taking things too personal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of the times people in the workplace will find themselves in a position where, you know, they might care more than they should for a person mm-hmm. just out of, you know, just genuine yeah, care. Yeah, and that's what that's gets like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, you, you have, and I'm sorry if that came off wrong, it's more of like, you you have this relationship. You feel so close to someone because you talk to them every day. You're next to each other. Um, they might see you cry. They're that they're that person outside of your home that you can speak to because you know you know that they may not say something, but it's it's one of those things. You gotta have boundaries. You have to, man, and it's it's tough, especially if you consider yourself a person that's. A good listener or just somebody that, you know, at the end of the day, if you see somebody down, you're going to give them a hand. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it it weighs on you, I think, a lot of the times, whether you know it or you realize it, you know, it's, it it takes a lot, you know, when you give energy, you know, I I believe, and somebody told me this one day, you know, friendship is give and take. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter, you know, you buy me lunch five times, you know, and I never did. Right. But the amount of time that I might sit here and listen to you and, and, and talk to you and hear your problems and hear you out and right. give you advice, you know, that takes from you. Yeah, Whether yeah. I, you know, feel like I'm, I'm giving you something. Right. Um, it does. And I think a lot of the times a friendship, man, can grow into such a beautiful thing that, you know, friends respect that and know, like, oh, no, man, he's going through a hard time or she's going through a hard time. So I'm mm-hmm. going to be there for him, you yeah. know. And 
Yeah, man. You gotta give. You gotta give love to receive love. So you know, when someone's buying you food, and you may not have. I've I've come across people that they don't have the the means to. Oh, I can't pay for that. When you need somebody to lean on, that's that person. Right. You know, or maybe it's not. Maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's it, regardless. Energy is never lost. It is always transferred. So, yeah. No, I, I agree, man. And, you know, that's the beauty about the workplace. It can become uh, an escape mm-hmm. from whether it's your own life or yep. your family or your loved ones, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Yeah. Um, no, a lot become, of relationships are saved because of the workplace. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. When, they, when we had the quarantine... I was like, man, I don't know how many relationships are going to make it after this, you know? Because you're used to having those eight hours separated yeah. where you can decompress, you can separate, you know, your your everyday feelings. And then it's like, now we're we're locked in this room for... You got to stare at your face yeah. the rest of the day and right. figure out how to get right. along with you. No, mm-hmm. I, you're absolutely right, man. And it's, you know, I was talking to a guy one day I met a long time ago and he had worked for a company for... 35, 40 plus years. And when he retired, um, me at a, he was well off. He was great. You know, hell of a retirement package. He went home and divorced his wife within five months. And, you know, in, in the midst of me talking to him and just listening to him, he said, look, Alex, I went home and I realized I did not know who my wife was. Right. And I didn't, she didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not you got to build that. You got to build that relationship and that rapport with that person. That's something, and that's something that I'm working on as a person because I feel like, um, in my previous relationships, it was them trying to figure out who I was, and they really didn't. And then me trying to be who I am, and the feelings weren't reciprocate. You know, you gotta, you have. You have to build a relate like the point of a relationship is to get to know each other and build together and like like that story with your friend it's it's one of those things where you have to spend you have to take the time you know and some people don't they don't know how to and that's one of my issues also is I always I'm a worker I'm always working I'm always in my head and I'm trying to decompress you know figure out where to monetize my time into different facets of the of my life, you know? It's hard, man. I think that... Uh, especially when you're dedicated. Especially when you're dedicated. Especially when it's hard for somebody to just... You know, we were talking about being a multitasker earlier. Right. right? Um, you know, even somebody that's able to... And a multitasker, by the way, I think it's... It, it's not... Somebody being able to do multiple things at the same time, right? I think it's just your ability to be able to go back and forth between different things or activities or, you know, lines of thoughts for that matter. But, um, you know, it's hard, especially when it's it's work, work, work. You get home and it's supposed to be, or at least what most people expect, it's supposed to be about the, the wife, wife, wife. Mm-hmm. Well, in a relationship, you have to take that time not only to necessarily know who that person is mm-hmm. right um but more importantly i believe it's knowing who you are right you know i think a lot of people get stuck in, in these cycles of whether it's uh just a, a certain comfort level that they want 
Right. So they know that this person that they're with uh, allows them to, you know, for lack of a better uh, analogy, just just sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, they come the home game. and re- relax. And there's no, you know, th- yeah. I believe a relationship is also work. You have to put time into that, too. You can't just sit back. But this is also coming from two single dudes, too. So yeah yeah, yeah yeah so this is this is us and and seeing the lessons we've learned from our past and kind of you know learning picking up things from other people too no absolutely i uh you know I got two kids right yeah so when I look back and and analyze the decisions that led me to not only having them but how I carried out my relationships, whether it was with their mom or, or anybody else that might have came after that mm-hmm. You know, it's it's interesting because you go back and you you can always nitpick at something. Yeah. You can always put your hand on your chest and say, "Hey, man, I I messed up in this. Yeah. I should have done this better." Mm-hmm. You know, but in all reality, the basis of what might have gone wrong is just simply you not knowing or me not knowing who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a long time for me to not only be comfortable with myself, um, but to be able to learn who I was. Yeah, I agree and, with that 100%. You know, at that point, how do I take what I learned and, and apply it to now the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's personal or career-wise. Right. Um, and I think that's the, that's the beauty in the journey, man, of, of being able to go back and going through these life experiences, whether they, they hurt you, right, when you go back and think about them, or they make you feel, I mean, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever it might be, whether, yeah. you know, excitement as well. And being able to go back to them and saying, hey, this is what I learned. Yeah. And this is the conclusion of what I can extrapolate yeah. from those experiences. I've and gone through all those, I've gone through yeah. all those phases, you know, <laughs> being down on myself, the depression, trying to figure things out and figuring yeah. out where, you know, where I could have fixed something, you know. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's not about regret. It's about learning about myself and my my bad tendencies you know mm-hmm. the where my pitfalls are so no that that's that's perfect that was perfect i like that oh, i like you agree yeah <laughs> i like that man no it's it's because it's it's honest you know and that's what we need to, to be with ourselves is is honest and figuring out figuring out what um we need from ourselves and what we need from each other you know Right. Like uh, there was this girl that I was talking to and uh, she she couldn't answer this question for me. And, you know, I'm, what was I'm, the question? So I asked her, I said, what is it that you want? And she could not answer. She kept asking me, what is it that I want? I'm like, I'm asking you, like, just be honest about how you feel and set your boundaries. That's and that's something that I've been coming across like that's a term that I've been coming across a lot is setting boundaries and understanding what what it is that you want what you the, setting the tone you know mm-hmm. so she really couldn't answer it and she never really did answer it she just agreed with what I said so I was like you're not you're not being real with yourself right now but you know what's the beauty of um you know people coming together whether it's in a relationship or friendship or Whatever. Um, you know, I think the beauty is that people find themselves in such different spaces at different times, mm-hmm. right? And you can meet somebody like that person now, um, but maybe she wasn't in the right space. Right. Or, or maybe you you weren't the one 
Right. You know, you trying to do something that was probably a little bit more aggressive than what she was expecting or, or wanted in her life oh. at the moment. You see what I mean? Because it's it's yeah. tough. Yeah. For you to be able to go say and date somebody and say, hey, uh, so yeah, how many kids do you want? Right. How do you, how do you feel about me hanging out with the boys on the weekend? Right. No, and that's the other thing is 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 you. You know, some girls might just want to get away maybe they got out of a bad relationship and yes you know what i mean i'm tired of, of always having to pick up the phone whenever this dude calls and mm-hmm. i just you know i, I want to have fun right you know and if you find a good person yes that's going through that stage you know what do you do do you turn them away do you shut them off yeah. and say hey you know what not for me yeah not right now maybe we can pick this up later you know maybe we could be friends and maybe that friendship but, will then yes. bloom into something yeah you know that's that's where it's at. That's that sweet spot. Yeah. And I've come to. I'm happy you said that because that's that's the the part in life where I'm at, where I'm trying to to see where someone else is at in life. Because at this point in my life, I'm not for all the crazy, <laughs> you know, jealousy and all that. And you know that comes with everything. I'm, I'm not I'm not nitpicking. But what I'm saying is is that I'm not yeah. going to settle for something that isn't healthy you know mm-hmm. it's the the jealousy it happens you know there's sometimes you'll see someone giving someone attention it's like ah yeah, you know that's the human nature yeah you know? exactly it's it's an animal instinct also you know yeah. because us being men we gained a little you know like you look at home like yeah. what a woman can be like that too. <laughs> no uh, yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> We're not gonna go down that line because yeah. that, that that line of conversation might cause controversy. Yeah, but, you know, absolutely. I think that a lot of, <laughs> I think that um, you know, just realizing where you are, man, and and knowing who you are um, is key. Because at the end of the day, man, it's your life is is you know, let's be honest, your life is about yourself. Right. It's you're meant to be selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that's the hardest thing somebody can do. You know why? That's probably why most people find themselves giving so much into a relationship that when they realize that that person is not given the same mm. amount or the same the same level of intensity you know how could you mm-hmm. <laughs> like really right. i gave up this for you yeah. i did this for you right. well to some extent that's also unfair yeah you know if, if i'm trying to build a relationship with don't 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 put that on me. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm I'm moving at my pace because you know what? Maybe my life has dictated for me to to take my time with somebody, take my time to to showing that other somebody who I am. Right. Um, and it, it's it's really man. I, I think, like I said, it's just understanding communication is key, but um, just respecting people and, and respecting where they are. Right. You know, so it's solid, man. Look, uh, I'm going to switch gears. I'm trying to figure out what you got going on, man, because you got so many hats going on. I've uh, multitasking. This guy's got so many things going. So let's talk about. He was vibes. He was vibes. Yes. That's a fun project, man. I, I started that last year. And, you know, my the idea behind that, right? The reason I started. I wanted to put something forward for people who might not necessarily know um, how QS is. Right. You know, I've always found myself when I was in Atlanta or in Miami, I always found myself bringing people down here, mm-hmm. entertaining them. You know, hey, we got to go down there. Hey, man, we got to do this Duval ride. Hey, man, we got to go to the pier tonight. Hey, we got to. 
Right. So many different things. Oh, by the way, we got to hit up the McDonald's at like three in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> we pull up and that is there. Yeah. <laughs> Tradition, cuz. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all these little things, man, that, that creates a sort of vibe. And I think that, especially for me, that I was away for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can tell the difference. Yeah. You know, I, I knew You what appreciated I was it, too, a lot more when you got back. No, absolutely. You know, I get back here and, and people just take things so... They take life so, so seriously. And, you know, not, not to say that it's not and you shouldn't right. care, but, you know, it's also not that bad. Right. You know, life is... is it's what you make it. it it's simple, too. Yeah. It's life so, is simple. Yeah. People just overcomplicate things. Right. So, you know, Keywords Vibe started with that concept. You know, I wanted to do something that, you know, like you said, I have so many skill sets that, you know, I wanted to do something relating to this. You know, there's and there's a whole thought pattern and a whole uh, line of succession that I plan on taking that towards. But you know, essentially, it was it was putting some together something that gave people um, not only necessarily the content, but you know, it's also an apparel store. Right. You know, com. You can go on and get a T-shirt that you know what it's going to be well fitted. No, right. you can. Wear out with your favorite Jordans, Nike. Right. It's not touristy. Whatever. It's not tourist. It's 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 fashion. It's yeah, fashion forward to some extent. Right, absolutely, it's different. You know, it's a little bit more clean. It's a little bit more, more, more of this than you right. know your typical five dollar t shirt. Yeah, no, it's got some some swag and some flair. I like the yeah. I like the, I like what you did with the website too. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. See, but see, a lot of that came from just me, you know doing random projects and stuff for people and you know when I put it together man it was it was great because I, I got so much of the um, creativity around that I can play with and when I was putting it together man it, it was just that it was I was having fun right. you know so Keywords Vibes came out of that man and for me the whole idea of it is just growing it into this this rather well-encompassing media lifestyle uh, in a apparel company. Um, you know, I have fun promoting other people, shouting them out. Appreciate the shout out. Nah, man, of course. And it's, you know, it's the little things that I, I don't, you know, it's not meant to be right. for the locals. Yeah. It's also not necessarily meant to just be for the outsiders. Right. It's supposed to be all inclusive and, you know, I'm going to throw out, you know, whatever breakfast we're having or I think you need to hit up and, mm-hmm. You know, go from there, but I'm also going to shout out, for example, there's some beautiful pictures from like uh, North Florida beaches and, mm-hmm. and sunsets and things of that nature because at the end of the day, it's all about the vibe. It's all about... Right. You, you want to be inclusive. Yeah. It's about enjoying the beauty of what we have here. And, right. and it's a unique place. It's a unique... Uh, there's no place like the Kings. No, man. There's not. There's not. It's... Not. it's I've 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 traveled around a bit. I've not. I mean, I haven't always lived here. I lived in North Carolina, and you know, I've gone to every place. is 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 so different. But this is there's no place like the Keys mm-hmm. at all. The the vibe, the way that we live, the we have a a, a great setup here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's not many places that you know. The I don't know how many people are unemployed here, but the business is great here. Um, mm-hmm. And Kiwis is the only place. Well, pre-pandemic, pre right. everything else that's going on in the world right now, it was the only place that you can come 
and you can work the ne- the same day. Mm-hmm. Work the same day, get money, you know, that Friday. Right. Uh, you don't have to necessarily go too far. Now, that is, you know, you're going to have to want to work. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. And that's that's what I believe a lot of people down here, man. It's 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 hard to find good help, as, you know, many can, can agree. Um, but I think there's also such a lack of, I mean, not a lack, but just, there's no sense of uh, ambition. Mm-hmm. You know, people people just, they take for granted what we have. And, you know, it's like you said, you know, hey, you got so many things going on. And, and I'm blessed to be able to have them and be able to do them. But honestly, half the battle is being able to do them. Like physically being able to say, hey, you know what? I can have this podcast with Eddie today because you know what? He's 15 minutes away. Right. You're not an hour away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm sure yourself as somebody that in this in this, in this uh, situation, you're coming to my house. Right. You know, you, you don't feel like you're wasting half of your day driving back and no. forth. And that's the, that's the position I will find myself often in Atlanta. You know, it, everything's coming an clear hour across away. Town. Yeah, coming yeah. clear across town. You got traffic. You got to schedule everything <sighs> an hour and a half event. You know, nah. yeah. 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 And you got to hope somebody, you know, doesn't turn over their 18 wood on that way. Right. Because <laughs> then that takes away the rest of your day. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's a lot of that, man. And I, and I enjoy doing what I'm doing now. Whether again, whether it's key with wives, whether it's my day job over at the bank, whether it's being with my kids, whether it's catching up with friends, because I'm able to do it and I'm able to do it in you know a relatively calm fashion. Yeah. I don't have to stress about it. I don't believe in stress anyways, but yeah, you know. And uh, I don't, I don't, I've, I've gone with this carefree. Like to be honest with you, the part of me that's professional, I was like, man, I gotta get into his house at eight. I gotta set up. And then I seen you were coming in back into your car and I was like, Oh <laughs> I'm cool. So then you know, I, I kinda chilled out a little bit and and that's what I like I like about about here is everything is just so carefree. And to the to what you were saying about um your apparel company. Now, is there anything else you wanna you have going on that you wanna talk about? With it, man, you know, I took a break with uh, everything that was going on, and I, I literally put in there on vacation due to COVID. Um, right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, and I'm, what I'm hoping to do with it, right, is to really um, expand on these relationships that I have in the city with, with people here and, um, you know, do some, some fun projects. You right. know, not necessarily, you know... I mean, I can tell you, hey, you know what? At the end of this month, I got new designs dropping in. Right. Make sure you cop that. But, right. um, nah, man, I just I want to have some fun projects. I want to go back and forth and maybe help other businesses, you know, like we did with the shout-outs and promoting and pushing things and just doing it for our culture, our Key West. Right. Um, so I definitely am looking forward to doing a lot more of that and just putting them together. And I think this pandemic was really... Not necessarily the push, right? But it was it was definitely the kick in the ass to just say, yeah. "Hey, that was a reset know. for sure." Yeah, you know, we took the time off. Um, I got so hungry after that pandemic. I just wanted to do so many things you don't know. <laughs> that's why. That's why I ended up diving into this. I was like, uh, you know, I've always worked two jobs. My second job got taken away because of it, and uh, I just I, I was so hungry. You know, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to feed that animal. So that's what I did. 
Yeah, man. I'm happy. I'm happy you're doing that. You're 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 doing something that that allows you to be free, and you're not bogging your time down with it. You're doing it in your free time, you know, and enjoying right. your family and and your friends, and that's that's all we can really ask for, you know. Yeah, I think that um, you know, at the end of the day, people get caught up and say, well, when I'm rich or yeah, when I have this job or when I'm the boss or when. I own my house. Like, when you own your house, what? Yeah. You're going to enjoy then life what? magically? Then what? That, that's yeah. not going to happen. You know, it's, it's the moments like this. It's the struggle. It's the... I mean, the days after work of just being tired and, and, and battered and, you know, feeling like you, you really just need to take the next two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments that matter. Those are the moments that um, you really need to learn to embrace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of people have an issue doing that. You know, they struggle, and, and as you should, you should feel bad that, you know, you're having a bad time with life, and that's okay, you know. Um, you got to be able to give yourself that leeway of, of being human, right. you know, and embracing how you're feeling and, and, and your feelings, and whether or not you were given that in your childhood. I mean, it's past the point at this point. And right. you now, you're, just, now you're an adult, so you got to get past all that yeah. extra. So... You know, with life, man, that's the beauty of it. It's in the journey itself. Not where you're going to go, not where you're going to get. You know, might never get there anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's the other thing. I, I wanted to, uh, I made this to record the journey. The journey of every, you know, every, everybody has is, is, is got a story and I think we should all be able to tell it. Yeah, man. So with this whole COVID thing, because uh, speaking about you know, it, a lot of people are have it a lot rougher than I do. So, what programs are y'all doing at the bank? Is there anything that y'all have going on there? You know, we got a lot of things going on, and not necessarily just particularly with with my bank, right? But uh, we've heard of the the SBA system, the stimulus packages. You know, all of these multi step programs and right. that are, you know being put in place to help people. Um, particularly right now, the, the hottest thing is uh, the SBA disaster loan that okay. was just made readily available to people again because um, it shut down after a couple of weeks. It was just bombarded with applications, but it was open again to the general business public or independent contractors to be able to apply and you know depending on calculations of everything they put in there, uh, they might apply. They might you know they might qualify for a thousand dollar loan or up to 150000 is the maximum. And what exactly do you 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 need to to apply for that? Like, is there a, a standard, you know, the, credit score, things like that? You know, as far as the, the underwriting requirements, um, you know, it's not something that the bank manages, okay. any bank manages directly. Okay. So with this particular program, right, you go directly, you can Google SBA disaster loan and pull it up and put in your application. It's literally uh, 20 questions at the most, 25. Yeah. But it's very straightforward. So if you own your business, right, you're a sole proprietor, you are an LLC, you're a corporation, uh, or you're an independent contractor, meaning you're working for somebody else and you get a 1099 as opposed to the W-2, they don't take any taxes out of your payroll, mm-hmm. uh, you can apply for it. So, okay. you know, it helps a lot of people in this regard because it, it gives you that working capital to be able to kind of go through these hard times and keep your business afloat or keep whatever it is that you're doing afloat. Um, So I think that it's something that 
you know, right now, depending on when this comes out, you know, you really should look at it. You really should be able to, you know, just take the five minutes, Google it, look at the application, see if you fit the boxes and, you know, do it. You know, as long as you have a legitimate, I mean, side hustle at this point, right? right? And you pay taxes on it, you can apply for it. Okay. So, you know, they gave you the first 12 months, you don't have to make the payments, goes for 30 oh, that's years. That's solid. That's solid. The rate is 3.75, which is down to the range of like what most mortgages are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a bad deal. You probably don't want to keep it for 30 years, but right. it gives you the flexibility of managing your repayment, you know, okay. as opposed to being strapped for cash because it's, you know, only for two years. Yeah. Uh, the PPP loans, uh, paycheck protection program, mm-hmm. that is also still in play until the end of the month. Um, you have to apply through your bank. Most bank, you don't have to be a customer, but it is advisable that you go through your bank. Right. Um, for the purpose of, you know, it's so many people that apply. I mean, when this first came out, I mean, we were, I, I was getting over 100 calls the first day. You yeah. know, people just looking for information. Hey, where do I go? What do I do? Do I qualify? I mean, it, you can imagine. Right, right. Yeah, 100 um, calls in a, in a nine-hour work day is a, it's, it's too much. Yeah, no, and, and we had people, man, that, you know, the ones that were processing the loans, I mean, we had people that worked for 35-plus days straight in a row. Yeah. You know, um, there was definitely a lot of people that, you know, when you think back and you, you think essential workers, right, um, and this is not to take away from anybody that's in, in uh, policing or health services or anything like that. But there was a lot of people in the banking and, uh, industry that, that really... No, money really, money's a, an essential it's an essential thing, you know? That were really there for people and made a difference in a lot of people's lives, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah. it was uh, it was a once-in-a-lifetime moment. You know, the most rewarding thing was even, you know, was being able to tell people, hey, you know what, you got approved. You know, here's when you can expect your money. Here's what you can do. And a lot of it, man, it... It really, it, the, the the act itself was over 800 pages. Mm. It was very open to um, your own, uh, uh, what do you call it? It was open to your own interpretation. So most people really did not know what they were doing. So mm. neither did the bankers. So yeah. it really took. It was new for everybody. It took days of, of going back and forth, learning how to make it work. But once we got it down, man, I mean, we were just chunky, chunky, chunky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that, you know, the people that were able to get their funds got the funds and were able to keep their, their people working and going. And, you know, hopefully that that was able to save a lot of businesses from just shutting down completely. Right. No, and there's, there's a, I don't know how many shops closed down because of COVID here. Yeah. And I was like, what? You look at the Wall Street, it's pretty much, you know, a lot of new businesses that started. And some of them are franchises. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, and that many people, I mean, when people start a business, man, you got you to gotta realize that they had just enough to start it. Mm-hmm. They had just enough to buy their, their uh, inventory, their equipment. Right. Put the money down for the rent. Mm-hmm. That's all they had, and maybe they had another thousand dollars in the bank. Right. So from day one, you know they're hitting that payment. They're they're going at it. 
you know, I got to sell. I got to make this this daily quarter so I can pay my rent. Right. But then I got to make a daily quarter to be able to pay myself. Mm-hmm. So there was a study, I want to say it was done by Chase, J.P. Morgan, back in 2017. But essentially, the gist of it was that the percentage of people that had, the percentage of businesses that had enough money to survive uh, throughout a certain number of days with absolutely no sales, I mean, the numbers were, it was crazy. You know, some people, uh, it was 23%, somewhere in the low teens of numbers, right? All right. Um, only had enough money to survive 27 days with no sales. Right. So, you know, here we are, three months in. Yeah. Of some yeah. people having yeah. no sales, yeah. no was- income. No, it was a crazy time. Still got to pay the rent, still got to pay the bills, still got to pay all these things. You know, some people were, were blessed to be given flexibility and all mm-hmm. that, but some weren't. You know, so now taking consideration your pay, feeding your right. family, you know, what do you do? Do you pay you that know, was the part that I found you crazy. feed your family? That was the part that I really found crazy was that uh, when this thing all started, they were like, oh, um, we're going to suspend mortgages. And this, that, and the third, and people are like, oh, I'm not gonna have to pay rent because of the pandemic. I can't work, and a lot of people got messed over hard. Like, yeah. you know, it it was a crappy situation all around. But I'm happy that that y'all have a program like that where it allows people to, you know, get back on their feet and and you know hit the ground running again you know right. they don't have to retrain people they don't have to do it all themselves they can keep their personnel those people are still being fed and that that employer is being fed right. so but you know i think the the most <sighs> listen this isn't the first time a virus is going to hit us no no I, I don't believe that you know one bit yeah you know that, that was the, the second aspect of that whole tragedy was just not necessarily, oh, no, we don't have money, we don't have business, but we're also running the risk of catching something that, you know, it's it's said to be um, very effective at, you know, infecting people. Right. Um, and that was scary. But, you know, this, this being definitely not the last time that we have this, I think that it's at least to some extent good that, you know, we saw this through. Mm-hmm. And we saw the processes that worked. We saw the processes that didn't. Right. So yeah, being able to go trial back, error. Yeah. Being able to go back and say, hey, you know what? We definitely you know this is not working, right? Imagine dealing with your first hurricane as a city. Yeah. As a, as oh. a community. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look, at, look at New York. When they got that Hurricane Sandy, they didn't know what to do. They were. New Jersey. Yeah. 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 God, you know? And that was, that was tough. Yeah. It's, that's, that's the thing that. You know, it was our first run at it. You know, I think what the last one was like nineteen or seven or something like that. It was before my great grandmother was born. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this is you know we learn from it, man, and we can put in place the the proper uh, response and procedures to to react to something like this oh, or yeah. something very similar to this. Yeah, there should definitely be some type of. Uh, procedure put in place and and people put in a place for this exact thing but you know i don't think we're too we weren't we weren't prepared for nothing like that at all no nobody saw this coming man yeah 
2020 was supposed to be the year of um <laughs> I thought 20 yeah a lot of people said 2020 was going to be their year <laughs> and then uh yeah yeah and then wave after wave after wave yeah um you know to go back to the the basis of the question you know there's a lot of things out there man that people can still take advantage of i think a lot of it just comes from you know getting past your comfort level and being able to call your for example your credit card company and right. say hey you know what i've been affected i'm not working i whatever it might be right and right. asking them for deferments you know hey can i skip the next payment the next two payments can you lower down my interest i mean a lot of it again just goes down to reaching out and, and asking what these people what these establishments and companies and financial institutions have in place to help you yeah. you know and a lot of them do you know might not necessarily have one that says you know breaking kids of a virus but yeah. they have problems <laughs> that they can adjust and you know help people yeah. so that's great man um where should outside take this so you tell me man we're good i don't know AC is also, it won't come back on. Yeah, no, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to figure out what else, because you're super, you, you got a lot of shit with you, so, uh, and you're very humble about it, so it's very hard, because sometimes I feel like I want to pick your brain, and then I see you start thinking, you're like, I can't let that out just yet. Well, we can, you know, talk about that, moving, moving in, uh, in, in secrecy, yeah, moving man. in silence, right? I think yeah. that, uh, you know, in this this uh, day and time now, right? With social media and, and I mean, the unbelievable reach. And I think, I, you know, by the way, just to refer back to the, the last conversation about COVID, man, I think that in general had such a large effect on it. You know, being able to, back in, in the early 2000s, right? Something happened in, in China. Right. We didn't hear about it for a couple of days. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it didn't. Yeah, the information fast didn't now. travel as fast. Yeah. Um, nor did it have the impact because of the magnitude of people receiving that information. It, it, it just didn't allow for an explosion, per se. Right. right. Whereas now, 2020, yeah. you know, everybody's grandma has a Facebook and sometimes a Twitter and sometimes an Instagram. Yeah, right. And now you, you got all these people posting, all these people looking for the next content, all these people looking for... Right. Just, a video can yeah. change your life in, a, in milliseconds. And, and I think that's, that has such an impact, man, on, on our response and, you know, us running out of toilet paper. Right. Yeah, what was the point? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I get it. Uh, that doesn't you know? make sense to me still, though. But, the toilet paper, bro. Like, of all things to run out of. Like, how? Like, what do you think you were going to do? <laughs> well, you know that in uh, in Florida... I don't know the statistic, but somebody had told me this, uh, an instructor for um, the concealed weapons permit. He told me that the number of guns that Florida sold in the last two, three months, mm-hmm. we're talking millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, you know. You know, it went from... It it's went the gunshot state. You know... 100,000 guns a month, whatever the number is. Right. You know, to no, it's skyrocketed. 1.2 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guns yeah. guns everywhere are sold. Yeah. It's, it, if, if you're a state like North Carolina where it's an open carry state, you can, you know, banish on, on your hip. Right. Guns were going like hotcakes. Right. So, so it, it's, it's, you know, it's, 
The people were scared. People were super scared. They thought that they thought that everyone else was going to go crazy. So then they went ahead and made sure that they were prepared for the apocalypse. Well, look what happens in QS, right? We're such a small community. What happens when somebody starts posting uh, an incident happened in Stock Island or, mm-hmm. or, or ambulances is down in downtown? All right. You know, people are like, oh, what happened? What happened? What happened? They, you, you get it. As soon as it hits your office, somebody in your office looks at Facebook. Oh, yeah. It's no, like, the, the, the information spreads <laughs> so fast that the game of telephone is so dangerous, too, because sometimes the information gets passed around and then I'm getting the wrong stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> that's what they said. I don't know what to tell you. Right. But to go back to what we're, you know, I was attempting to talk about was, um, you know, moving to asylum and a lot of things, especially in the time, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for people to not feel like they need to post right. everything that they have going on in their lives. Right. What they're eating for lunch, mm-hmm. what movie they're watching, or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, and while I believe that it's healthy for you to be able to have a an extension out to to the outside world and be able to you know put your life out there, um, I think there's healthy levels that come with that. Um, but I was always raised, man, that everything you do, you just keep it to yourself. You know, obviously, you share with the people you love to some extent. Right. And. Uh, you know, don't take the focus away from it. You know, don't let the the instant gratification of you telling somebody, hey, man, I'm doing a diet, or hey, man, I'm doing a new business, or hey, man, I got a new car, or I'm planning to buy a new car. Um, and people congratulating you and asking you, like, don't don't let that instant gratification keep you from actually doing it. Sure. You know, because sometimes that's, people, that's, that's what we want. I mean, I, I just want you to tell me I'm, I'm doing a good job. Sure. Feels great. Mm-hmm. Let, don't let that take away from it, you know, you know, go ahead and actually do it. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, when you say what you say about me and your interactions with me, man, that's, that's why I do it. Um, I don't, I don't want it to take away from me and I want to keep pushing forward. And, uh, you know, my ambition, I, ambition is not a good thing, by the way, it's really not. But I think that, uh, a, a certain level of it to drive you and push you to, to, be the better version of yourself. Right. Um, even if it's not necessarily for me, but for my kids, whether it's an example or just for me to be able to provide for them or be there for them, um, it's needed, you know, and, and I try not to um, get caught up in the, in the, in the sauce and all of that. You know no. what I mean? I don't, I do the things to keep me going, right. you know, because I know I, I can be that person. You know, you know, everybody likes getting, you know, 250 likes on their Facebook picture. Right. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like, don't tell me you don't. Yeah, no, nah, those endorphins go off. Yeah, <laughs> it's just part of human nature. So, you know, again, it's just, I think a lot of it just goes to, you know, you knowing yourself and, and being able to move accordingly. Right. You know, uh, you take a look at a child, right? Um, you know, a lesson that I learned with my daughter was, my daughter's very high, strong. She has a lot of character. Mm-hmm. She wants something. She tells you she wants it. She's gonna get it. Yeah. Now I can do one or two things. I can teach my daughter to not be like that, to suppress her nature of being, right? How she normally is, how she naturally is, and let her live with you know that feeling for the rest of her life and feeling like she can't do anything or she can't be herself. That's not a. That's not a healthy thing nor is it something that I necessarily want for my kids right. or I can teach her to 
know that about herself and adjust accordingly. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at, let's not go too far, look at a diet. Right. If you're a person that just can't eat carbs because you know what? You can't lose them or you pack on extra extra fat because of it. You don't necessarily skip them. You don't necessarily just stop eating rice or pasta or anything like that. You right. still need it, yeah. but you adjust accordingly. Right. You adjust the levels in your activity and all of that. Yeah. So I think that with life, man, it's, it's just about that. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm gonna get you a motivational speaker, bro. I swear. I'm like, I'm sitting here just listening to you, and I'm like, man, this, this is just talk your shit, man. Just and and it don't even have to be anything crazy. It's just you know getting that information out there because I think I think you you're a great you're great at getting your words across, and it's not forced. It's very fluid, you know. With me, I feel like I kind of. I pause and think, I pause and think, and that's one of my flaws that I absolutely hate is that I'm always thinking about what to say. And it's not exactly, it's more of getting the message to you instead of just saying what I need to say, and then I know that it's going to come out, you know? Right. And some people, you know, they're like, oh, I just say what I feel, you know, people, but what you said sounded wrong. Like, you you didn't get your message across <laughs> at all. Like, you you completely offended, like, 30 people. And that's not even your intention. So why did you say what you felt? It's like when people say, um, what's that phrase, man? They say, I know I can be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I, I know I can be an asshole, but. At least I, I tell the truth. And then they, they do something right. that you shouldn't have done. It was offensive. Right. Do you see what I mean? Like, just because you're telling me. Yeah, you fucked up. That you are a certain <laughs> way. Hey, you know what? That's the first step. Great. Right. That doesn't excuse you from continuing yeah, negative a, behavior. It's a it's a horrible habit. It's <laughs> a horrible, I mean? not a habit. It's a horrible behavior of yours. Like it's not. I come across a lot of people like that. I'm just blunt. Like no, you're 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 just being an ass. Like it's not it's not cool. But you know what, man? A lot of the times, though, people to, just sometimes things need to be said. Absolutely. <sighs> But people just don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you're the first person in their lives that ever told them, you probably shouldn't be like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or pettiness is not a good trade. Oh. Oh. Say that again. Say that again for the people. <laughs> pettiness is not a good trade, man. And I, I recall telling this to to a, to a good friend of mine uh, at one point. And, you know, it's funny because it was the one thing that she, that always stuck with her. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, told me years after the fact, uh, or years after the fact, and you know that that to me was a moment of clarity. That to me was a moment of like, hey, wow, okay. Um, she she really took in what I said, mm-hmm. right? And uh, therefore, at that point, I, I try to be more mindful of what I said, right. you know, because I can see now the effect that my words can have on people. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, you know, thankfully it was a good. Yeah, it was a good effect, but it, it, can, effect. it can be scary sometimes how much you yeah. don't realize what you say can, can touch somebody. Like I've, I've come across that situation where someone respects me so much because of the way that I am. They're like, you're so calm. You, you, you know what to say. And it's like, well, I don't, I'm not an overthinker. I think about what I'm going to say. 
but I'm not an overthinker. I, I think about it for a moment. I take an action and then that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't allow stress in my life. I don't, I don't, somebody hit my car two days ago. Nah, perfect example. Perfect example. Oh, you um, have no idea, but go on and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody hits my car. I'm getting phone calls and I'm doing a podcast. So I'm not going to leave my boy in the, in the in the house to go check this out. It's a car. I don't care. Like, it's whatever. It'll be fixed. But the guy ended up leaving mm-hmm. as everything happened. So um, I go over there and I go check everything out. And everybody's all hype. And they're like, hey, you know, they, they hit your car. Like, I'm like, it's a car. It's a car. Like, what am I going to be mad about? Like, as long as it gets fixed, I don't care. Did they and- seem that? Like, did they seem like they didn't understand that? They didn't understand your... My demeanor? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because if it was their car, they would have raised hell. And I'm not... I, you know, I move I move different. And I move different on purpose because I've, I grew up with people who were very aggressive and brash with their words. And it didn't get them anywhere. Like, them being aggressive didn't make them more successful and it make you know so i moved to the beat of my own drum you know but you were getting ready to say oh no <laughs> the irony of you saying that so i finished uh my my i was visiting a friend okay actually no it was uh it was a family member's birthday okay we were doing it at somebody else's house and i ended up showing up and my son wanted to take out this little, I don't know what they're called, man. They're like these little three-wheel scooters with a seat. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine is riding his his four uh, his four wheeler, his uh, whatever they're called, the four wheeler, the trike or the four wheeler. No, the actual four wheeler. Okay, okay. Um, ATV. Okay. Yeah. So you know, my son's going, and, and it's late at night, man. It's dark, and I was like, "Hey, Bo," I said, "You know, be careful." Just don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see my son. Yeah. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, first trip, fine. Went back again. Hey, Bo, be careful. Take the corner slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what he doesn't do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take the corner slowly. He goes head on and hits a car. Hits a brand new Honda Accord, I want to say. And it happens to, he hit it, right? This thing had a basket in the front. And the way that he hit it, he just happened to hit that perfect spot between the three different panels. So it hit the hood, it hit the the uh, front bender, I mean the front fender, uh, and the door. On top of that thing, it hit the side view mirror. Right. <laughs> you know, they pull up, you know, he's still riding the scooter. Right. He pulls up and I was like, Bo, are you good? What happened? He was like, I crashed and I lost my tooth. <laughs> Listen, it, it, I want to say, you know, I really want to say it took everything in me to not flip out, but it, it really didn't, man. I, I was grateful my son was fine. Right. You know, first thing I did was like, hey, let me, you know, check you out. Let me, you know, does it hurt? Do you feel this? Are you, you know, checking his, his, his joints, his movement, all of that. And, you know, thankfully he was fine. But you look at a situation like that and it's like, you know, my friend was telling me, he's like, yeah, no, I, I know the girl, you know, but the boyfriend tried to come out and, you know, at first he, he, he was, you know, Losing the shit because he, you know, 
we just hit it, you know, the girlfriend's car. Right. But, you know, I ended up being calm, whatever. We ended up talking the next day and, yeah, I, I paid for the repairs. And right. it, you know, it was something, man, that, you know what? It was almost $2,000. And, you know, I don't care how rich or poor you are, the $2,000 is $2,000. Right. You still feel it. And, and, man, I honestly, I was just happy my son was okay. Right. And I'm happy that he learned that lesson. Um, that way and only lost a tooth as opposed to mm-hmm. you know having been worse and I think we mm-hmm. we both know a lot of people in that unfortunately haven't had the best of, of luck when it comes into uh, you know accidents in that regard so right it, it just it, it was it was a blessing in disguise you know it sucked yeah but you know it worked out yeah no you got to take the good with the bad man yeah yeah that's so, and that's, that's thanks my, for bringing that up by the way yeah, yeah. no problem no problem yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh no nah, man you gotta take the good with the bad like there's no reason I, I don't I don't really find a reason to stress but um it's always good you know talking and meeting minds I, I love I love that and I love that you actually you know you dive in when, when you have a convo you know you don't avoid so that's great nah I appreciate it man and and you know, thank you for having me, man. It's it's been great seeing you catching up, and you know, same thing. Likewise, just seeing what you have going on and allowing me to be a part of it. Absolutely, you know, I, I wish you nothing but the best, man. I hope that all all the experiences that come with this, you know, are as enjoyable as as they've been. And you know, I love. I, I'm eager and excited to see your progress with this and how far you're gonna take it. Because I, I know it'll be far. It'll be good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.